Welcome to episode 67 of the Bomber Brothers podcast, part of the Pinstripe Valley community of podcasts. And Sean, as we were just talking about before we started recording, this is number 67 since we relaunched the podcast as part of Pinstripe Valley, but it's also number 100 since we started overall in uh, in your living room, I think. Was it I think, going on two years ago? Yeah, it was the middle of 2018. Feels like it's been about a thousand episodes at this point just because of the way this season has not gone i guess Um, feels like it's been a thousand since the 2019 season ended. yeah yeah but the first the first year and a half went pretty pretty fast yeah um but yeah we were in my dining room and we started the podcast and since then we've talked to some pretty cool guests david cone jim layritz doy gooden so couple of Yankee no-hitters, big home runs have been on the podcast. It's been fun, fun 100 episodes. But like you said, 67 since we made the trip, the trip over to Pinstripe Alley. And to celebrate 100 total, we have some real baseball to talk about for the first time in quite a while. Yeah, as I was saying to you before we started this episode, I think I would probably estimate like 20 hours of baseball that I've watched since the Yankees opened the season on, on Thursday night. I've watched both games, both that and the Dodger Giant game Thursday, and then Friday watched baseball pretty much all day, and then had to work Saturday. But Sunday I watched all day, including the Yankee game, and that was certainly fun. I'm certainly not tired or exhausted by it at all, just because it's so exciting to have it back. Now you know, you don't even know how much longer it's going to be back when you start paying attention to what's going on. Over um, with the Marlins, who have now um, canceled, like canceled their home opener, I believe, because they had four positives and probably more coming. Yeah, I, I just started updating a bunch of apps on my phone, so I can't open it. But the Bleacher Report thing just says Marlin, Miami's home opener versus Orioles canceled after eight player, eight more players and two coaches test positive for COVID-19. Not what you want. No, and they played a game yesterday. Against the Phillies. Yeah, the Yankees are playing tonight. So, just shows you how delicate. (laughs) Yeah. So now, um, yeah, it looks like the most recent report says at least 14 players and coaches testing positive. And And they've been playing all weekend. Yeah. I don't mean to be funny, but maybe now Greg Bird could make a roster. Jeez. <laughs> Poor <Yeah>. guy. <laughs> Poor guy. Wasn't Rob Ref Snyder playing first base over him uh, for Texas yesterday? Um, he didn't even make the roster. Yeah. He, he, they took. Uh, well, Rob Ref Snyder's playing first base for the Rangers, and Greg Bird didn't make the roster. That's tough. That's, you know what? I'll get to go see him play for the Somerset Patriots next year, so that's good. 
Oh, I'm gonna if go he, if he if he played for the Patriots, I would go to so many games. I'd go in my Greg Bird jersey, the Yankee jersey, just hold it up every time he come up <laughs> the back. Be like, this guy is insane. I would sit in the uh, right field turf club and hope he yanked some foul balls over there. <laughs> there you go. Um, no, but yeah. On a more serious note, it's just it's gonna it's becoming really difficult to see how they're gonna continue the season. I mean, it it's difficult to see how if there's this many positives. Um, in Marlins camp, how people on the Phillies aren't going to be testing positive. And then you even look at the national situation with Juan Soto, with him testing positive and, and missing opening night. And you found that out, you know, just a few hours before the game started. And then you realize like, well, you know, he must, he must have taken that test, you know, pretty far before getting those results back. And how many people did he come in contact with before that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a slippery slope, but I mean, at least we got a weekend. <laughs> Who knows what's yeah, going to happen? The weekend tonight. was fun. <laughs> we got a well. I mean, the thing too is like opening day was. I, I didn't get to watch it because I had my own game, but like getting to watch a game yesterday where they're down two nothing late, and you're just like, damn it, they're going to drop the opening series, and it's so much more important. And then they have this, you know, Glaber and and Voigt hit a couple homers, and then. You know, you got like one of those signature early wins that's like, okay, that's a big win. And and hopefully it's not the last win of the year, but. <laughs> I know, because I'm really looking forward to watching more baseball tonight. But uh, obviously if, obviously what's more important is that there's not another outbreak and that it could be hopefully, uh, you know, of course an outbreak on one team is too many, but hopefully it can, it can be contained to just one team and. Yeah, Marlins weren't going to win a lot of games anyway. Hey, they're two and one. That's that's true. How many <laughs> how many home runs do you think that Didi hits against the Yankees if they play the full series? Um, I'm just going to say one. One, and it'll probably be tonight, just because he has such a flair for the dramatic. Yeah. Who's uh? I don't think I don't think he'll. Well, I mean, he does hit lefties pretty well. He could go could go yard against Montgomery. Yeah, I feel like his success against lefties is, was a little bit overhyped by Michael K. Yeah, well, he did just take a lefty deep on his second home run this season. I can't That's, remember who yep. it was, but it was a bomb. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel watching those DD home runs? Because I was watching those both of those games when they happened. Because I always want to watch DD bat, and it's just so like. Obviously, rooting for him because he was my favorite Yankee, but it's also just like, man, like they couldn't just keep this guy for another year. Uh, I mean, like I love him so much, and, and you know he had a great day at the plate yesterday. But there were a couple times I saw Glaber make plays at shortstop. I'm like, come on, bro, come <laughs> on, I'm pulling for you, but you're making it hard to look past the defense. Well, I mean, me missing Didi has nothing to do with with Glaber because he more than makes up for it at the plate which I think yesterday showed it's so funny people were like actually like tweeting like oh he needs to wake up what's going on like after two games because he he was you know he was looking a little rusty at the plate I think it was on it was on Saturday night when he got that 3-2 breaking ball like right down the middle and he swung and missed and then like slammed his back because he was clearly pissed at himself for missing such a fat pitch and fixed that real quick with three hits yesterday including a home run and the game winning hit yeah big day that home run was also the hardest hit ball of his career wow um 
Yeah, no, I mean, like, look, I'm just, you know, Glaber, Glaber's one of my guys. I have his jersey. Maybe I'll rock it today to celebrate his big day yesterday. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just, you know, it's it, when when you, you're you used to having somebody there and he's not there anymore, you're, of course, going to compare his ever there. Yeah. You know, and all that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot worse ways you can go than replacing uh, Didi with Glaber. So, you know. It's, it's all good. It'll it'll work out. But it would have been nice to have have Didi there with that lefty stroke and the the nice smooth smooth hands. But we'll see. But um, I mean, I think the guy so far that I was the most down on that is just absolutely looking fantastic is you know Mister Mister Stanton. What a what a start. Yeah, yeah. A couple <laughs> couple strikeouts against Corbin yesterday, but Corbin was on. He was. I mean. Talk about another guy that you were watching and being like, man, I wish he was in pinstripes <laughs> because Patrick yeah. Corbin is is uh, top tier and he was feeling it yesterday. But yeah, I mean, Stanton, you know, the home run off Scherzer on opening night, 459 feet. And then on Saturday on that 3-0 pitch, he just unloads 483 feet. Mm-hmm. I think it was like 121 miles an hour off the bat. It's it's like those are when he's on and he's mashing those you know seemingly inhuman home runs. That's like when he's, in my opinion, one of the most entertaining players in baseball to watch because it's like it's like a it's like when him and and Judge both would come to the plate in 2017. You know, there was must must see TV. So if they can if they can keep staying healthy in a DH spot, um. <laughs> I, th- I think he's going to have a, a monster year, and and A Rod seems super super um, convinced that it's because there's no fans in the stands that stand. That stand. Well, I, it's funny he says that. And, and by the way, the home runs were, were you know obviously awesome, but I thought he also had a really big hit um, in the middle of the game on Thursday night where they had oh, the yeah. base loaded he went and he was the other way. I thought it was a good job against a really good pitcher. So, um, not just hitting the home runs, but also having good at bats. And look, with Stanton, you get those games where he goes over four, and you know, it happens. But I, 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 I tend to subscribe more to the idea that um, Kenny Rosenthal was talking about during the Fox broadcast on Saturday that he was embarrassed about the injury in spring training, really committed to getting a lot leaner and a lot more flexible and on he his road it. back. And yeah, he looks like a different ball player right now, which is great because, I mean, I was definitely one of the harshest critics after that spring training injury, and I'm glad he felt the embarrassment that I wanted him to feel <laughs> because um, I was I was ticked about that. But um, I mean, I'm, I'm just I'm happy for him to get off to a good start, and I just hope he can stay healthy because I'm sure that would mean a lot to him as well. But um, yeah, he looks like he's in fantastic shape. So does uh, Luke Voigt. Yeah, I, wow, Luke Boyd. He, I, they said he lost about 15 pounds, and I mean, there were the only game I didn't really get to watch too closely was was Saturday because I was at work. But we had the TV on there, and um, you know that was the game to miss if you were going to miss any. And I did happen to be standing there when Stanton hit the home run, which was cool. But I would walk past, and and from afar, I'd be like, "Who the hell is that?" And then like realized like it was Voigt, just because he, he looks that much different. And he yep. and he got off to a rough start the first two games, and then he hits that huge home run on uh, on Sunday. So 
I'm, I'm still convinced he's going to have a, a big year just because of the numbers he put up last year before he suffered that, that core injury. Yeah, and I, I think early on the, the pitchers definitely seem to be ahead of the hitters. I mean, you're getting the home runs, but I, I, just to me it's, it seems like a couple guys have some timing issues, and Sunday guys definitely looked a lot more comfortable in the second half of the game than the first half. But, um, you know, we'll see. I mean, I, I think – you know, with Paxton in the back and, you know, he had said his mechanics felt off during summer camp. So hopefully he straightens it out, but we'll see. Yeah. Paxton, Paxton start again, overall, not too concerned. Cause like you said, he, he was, he had a back issue. He missed some time trying to get back into a rhythm, but it was funny because he gets through the first inning, throws like 15 pitches or not, nothing too crazy. And you're like, Oh, the first inning Paxton struggles are yeah. are gone. Well, now they're the, now they're the second inning Paxton struggles because then he couldn't even get out of the second inning. That was that was uh that was definitely a frustrating to watch, especially when it just baseball just seems to work that way. Like you find out Strasburg's a late scratch, and you're like, oh wow, you know this could be another day for guys like Stanton and Judge to start teeing off because that was you know that mm-hmm. was just a game after Stanton had his two hits and, and Judge had had two hits and he looked great against Scherzer who he had never faced in a real game before like they said on the broadcast but he had faced Scherzer in the all-star game and took him deep in 2018 so maybe he just sees Scherzer well but but yeah you start you start wondering um oh this could be a, a good uh good night for the bats to get hot again and start the year off strong and and then they get shut down. That's, that's that's baseball. Yep. But I mean, I think definitely putting together a good game against Scherzer was getting things off on the right foot, and then having a comeback yesterday was a good way to close the series. So I definitely feel good coming out of the out of the series against the defending champs. I mean, granted they were playing without their second best starting pitcher, arguably their best starting pitcher actually, and, um, and their, their best, best hitter. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's going to be the terrain of, of this season, right? I mean, mm-hmm. the Yankees are currently without one of their best relievers, and at any point in the season, they could be without one of their best players. And, you know, hate, hate to keep going with the bleak bleakness, but we've already had, we already have a team sh- shutting down a game because of an outbreak. So, yeah. Optimism to finish the season is currently not good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's such it's such a roller coaster of emotions just already. Oh, yeah. I mean, and not even just with the baseball stuff, like the virus stuff, the politics. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, what what did you think about the weekend as a whole, in, in terms of that uh, scope when it comes to the Yankees? You had the Yankees and Nationals kneeling in unison before the anthem on opening night. Then you had um, Stanton and Hicks kneeling for the anthem on Saturday. Which I loved. I loved Stanton uh, kneeling, getting getting ripped by a bunch of people on Twitter for it for whatever reason. And then he hits a 500 foot home run. Well, I mean, I think one. I was I was annoyed at. Um, I think the kneeling, like the before the anthem, the unity thing, like that they did in the NFL, it's just such a cop out. I mean, I think it's. Yeah powerful message but i I also think it's cop out to try to get players not to kneel during the anthem which you know as i've said like with the nfl um 
you have the right to protest. You have the right freedom of speech and all that stuff. Um, teams also have the right, you know, you're an at, they're at will employees pretty much, right? They have contracts and stuff. So things, you know, things can happen, but, um, yeah, they could do what they want to do. It, it shouldn't, you know, a military veteran is the one that suggested to Colin Kaepernick that he kneel. Like if you read the story, because originally he was just sitting on the bench. Um, so I have no problem with that at all. And, and I'm glad that they're kneeling and making a statement for social justice. I wasn't happy, but whatever that Trump was going to throw out the first pitch at a Yankee game, like that's an understatement. I yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, like it annoys me, but like, I'm not going to be like, Oh, he can't do it. Like, you know, the, if the Yankees have an asshole that works for them, that's a conservative racist prick and Randy Levine. Sorry if I'm going too far there, but I just hate Randy Levine. And no, look at the way he treated me. Look at, look at the way he treated Dylan Batansis and, and, and Derek Jeter for that matter. Um, and wants to invite Trump. That's, that's his prerogative. I disagree with, with it, but it is what it is. But if you're going to have Donald Trump throughout the first pitch at a Yankee game, don't complain about keeping politics out of sports when you have guys kneeling during the anthem because you can't have one uh, that you're okay with and one that you're not. Like, just suck it up because there's, you know, there's people getting killed out in the streets just because the color of their skin by cops. So, if somebody wants to take a knee to bring bring attention to that, deal with it. And I'll, you know, whatever. But I was so. I mean, like that, that's what I mean. Like you're like. Oh, they did like the kneeling before. It was cool that Boone wore the Black Lives Matter shirt. I thought that was that was yeah great. And I, I mean, let's just like say this now. Like I think, you know, there's like like people are like, oh, the Black Lives Matter organization does well. I mean, they're not supporting an organization. They're supporting social justice, right? It's not like BlackLivesMatter.com on the shirt or anything like that. Yeah, but um. Um, so like, you're like, okay, that's cool. Then you see them kneel and you're like, all right, they're, they're trying to bring, bring attention to something. And then Donald Trump cancels the first pitch, yep. uh, because he's too busy, which interesting. But that was also after like, I think the Bronx, um, the, the Bronx borough president said something and then de Blasio said something about Trump. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Hey, whatever it took. Yeah, he's he's not coming. He's not coming to the stadium. <laughs> and then you know you have Mariano playing catch with him on the on the on the White House lawn. Oh, so. I know. Are we are we canceling Mariano? Is that what's going to wind up happening? <laughs> I mean, we already know he's a, he's a dead deadbeat father. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's disappointing to say the least. I was really disappointed when you found out like he had a secret family. Yeah. Because I, find this I don't more know. Disappointing. Yeah, but I, I mean, I don't know. Like, if you just talk about like his morals, like he always talks such a good game, and then it's like, oh, by the way, he has two love children, and you're like, what the hell, bro? <laughs> but yeah. well, yeah, there's this. I mean, there's this is going to be kind of hovering over the season, however long it lasts, because people are going to be kneeling for the anthem, which they should absolutely be allowed to do and stand stand up or or kneel down for what for what they for what they believe in and then you'll get all the uh, outcry of keeping politics out of sports this is my escape when in reality a national anthem before a sporting event is as political a spectrum as it gets so 
not oh, quite that's, sure. That's, yeah, that's am, am I incoherent rambling? That's what I mean. Like people are like, oh, keep politics out of sports, or you know, like if the Yankees have a Pride Night, like all these people say that, and it's like, but you're okay with the president throwing out the first pitch. So what is it? You don't want politics in sports, or maybe you're just you know a bigot or a racist that doesn't want these kinds of politics. Yeah, exactly. You're only okay with your you know. So, yeah. Well, back to uh, back to the diamond. We haven't talked about the big big fish yet. What did you think of, <laughs> of Garrett Cole? Um, I thought it was pretty fitting that he gave up a home run the first inning. I feel like that's something just so typical to happen whenever you have like a big free agent of the Yankees. <laughs> and so, then, some fans were probably genuinely upset with the contract yeah. after that. Yeah, yeah. I can't see, see, can't give the. <laughs> Can't give pitchers this much money, um, but I mean, how could you not love it? Like after after the first couple, he was just dominant. That was his only mistake. And uh, yeah, he was great. Good fastball command, really, um, really set the tone um, for hopefully the next next eight and a half years. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, and you look at. Uh, and they need it with what's going on with the. Sorry, they they need it with what's going on in their rotation right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly That's what I was just about to say. I mean, you had Tanaka throw a sim game yesterday, so hopefully he's on his way back. Hopefully Paxton is just still shaking off some rust and, and getting 100%. You're, you're really not sure what you're going to get out of Jordan Montgomery. And, of course, Severino's out for the year, so having one of the best pitchers in the game at the front of that rotation certainly helps, especially when other teams are losing their aces. Like the Astros with Justin Verlander, are they really losing him though? Like, there's so much. Con- there's I know, nobody knows confusing. what the hell's going on. <laughs> well, did, what, did, regardless did you... if he's not out for the year or not, he's shut down for a few weeks, which means he's not going to be back for what a yeah. month at the at the least, and that's already just over half the season. So, I mean, a crushing blow, regardless, especially after losing to the Mariners yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say? Well, did I see what? Oh, did you see? I think what's Connor Foley like on top of a mountain trying to yeah. peek into the. Oh, we're going for a hike today, honey. Oh, actually, I'm just going to camp out and watch the Yankees minor league team. You're going to watch Tanaka and Luis Sessa pitch. Do you think he like had a telescope set up? Like, you know, you see the people. <laughs> with the... Maybe. I would hope so because I really wouldn't be able to enjoy watching that from that far with just the naked eye. Yeah. Did you s- listen to the Yankees preview podcast on Effectively Wild with Lindsay Adler? She was talking I, about I have, that. I've had it downloaded on my phone for like a week or so since whenever it came out. I just haven't gotten around to, to listening to it. She was talking about how she has to switch from like when they were doing the practices. Like she has to take her glasses off, put on the binoculars to see what's going on. And <laughs> she, she can't do like both at once or something. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Well, she does an awesome job. As everyone knows, yeah, she's been uh, she's been a great pickup um, for the for the the Yankees have always had a lot of really good beat writers, whether it be um, Carrig or or Lindsay, um, what's his name was uh, Andy McCullough was followed the Yankees for a while. He was really funny. I really like following him. They've always had a lot of really witty um, witty beat writers that are are fun to to follow. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else? Uh, anything else stand out to you about about opening opening weekend? I mean, we had a again. It's such a such a small sample size, but 
you know, Voigt was struggling before that home run. Who cares? It was two games. Uh, Gardner looked like he was struggling a, a little bit. Um, a lot of people were, a lot of people kind of were talking about the Frazier, um, the Frazier news as big news that he got sent back down to the alternate site. But I don't know. I, I kind of just thought it was just like, hey, like we don't think you're going to play tomorrow because we're going to play Talkman, who's who was great against lefties last year. Uh-huh. So we're just going to send you down because we need fresh arms because our pitcher didn't get out of the second inning yesterday. That's kind of what how I took it. Yeah. Plus, I mean. Y- you can't put him at DH because you have Stanton there. He's an adventurer in the outfield. Yeah, what are you going to do? It's tough to find a spot for him. Yeah. That's, I don't know. That's that's just how how I perceived it. Maybe there's something more to it. And, and I think uh, I think Aaron Boone's right. You know, Frazier could be a starter on a lot of different major league outfields right now. Just with the Yankees where you have Judge, Hicks, Gardner uh, trying to get Andujar at bats. Yeah. Talkman, it's it's certainly been tough for him to to crack a spot. Yep. Well, now they have so many games in a row. I'm sure guys are going to need rests and and whatnot. And yeah. So then you'll see you'll see more of the Frasers, the Andahars, the the Tyler Wade's big game on on opening night. It was fun watching him fly around the bases on that. Uh, what was it? The Judge double where he scored all the way yeah. from first. Yep. But yeah, that was definitely one of the more gifable. Um, Slide. Probably the most gift non-home run moment of the of opening weekend for the Yanks. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I would say like opening weekend, who, my winners are, are John Carlos Stanton and uh, and Garrett Cole. I thought they came, they did what the, they did above and beyond. Both did great jobs. Yeah, absolutely. And Judge Judge, you know, he hit the ball hard yesterday. He just happened to line out in his last at bat happens but great yeah. great job on opening day for judgy too and uh you know torres comes alive so we'll see now now it just comes down to can can we keep playing yeah i'm ba- I, I don't know yankees gonna do cardboard cutouts in the stands should we be sending something in yeah i don't know have you i haven't gotten an email about it no and i'm surprised because the yankees do pretty much anything for money yeah Watch, they're gonna they're gonna broadcast the home opener, and just all the seats are gonna be covered with tarp ads. Yeah, that, that, no that, room for cutouts. They yeah, they, they might uh, they might do that instead. That would be a very we'll Yankees thing to do. Yeah, I would be interested to see the prices for the. I mean, I'm in no position to buy one right now, but but I'd be interested to see what the prices were, and then I would have to make a big decision on what kind what picture I would want to send in. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you do your dog, but then like the dog gets hit with the home run, like Adam Duvall did with the Braves. Yeah. The Mets game hit the dog with the home run. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe we could just go like like have a triple cardboard cutout, like of the three of us when we were at the ALCS last year, me, you, and Kyle. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be that'd be a good one. But then it's like, well, it's July and we're all bundled up, like it's the end of October. Mm. So you know. I wonder if they could do like wardrobe changes for us. <laughs> so, we'll see. All right. Well, I mean, that's that is opening weekend. We had three games to talk about. Thank God. I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, talking <laughs> we about spent half the episode talking about uh, politics and, uh, and and COVID. Yeah. I mean, a lot happened. I mean, even in the last few minutes before we started recording, I mean, the, this Marlins news is pretty pretty massive considering uh the rest of the league 
So, I mean, I guess now it's up to Rob Manfred because it's it's he has the power to suspend or or cancel a season if a, a team has an outbreak. And you're just thinking about, you know, you're just thinking about the the path that the Marlins took. Just from a Yankees perspective, they were literally just in the visiting clubhouse that the Yankees are about to be in in a few hours. Life's all the hell out of that when you get to the when you get there. Yeah, and I know, you know, we've I know there's been plenty of reports that suggest, you know, they might not be as transferable through services as people thought. It's well they also were mingling with the Phillies all weekend who the Yankees are about to play. So Yep. It's uh who knows what's who knows what's gonna happen. Yeah, if you get the first base, just take a big lead. Stay away from uh Reese Hoskins or whoever. Unless he's offering Lysol like Anthony uh, or Purell like Anthony Rizzo. There's a responsible player. Yeah. And he was rewarded for it by hitting a mammoth home run later that game. Yep. Went down on one knee like Adrian Beltre. Always always I love when guys do that. Like Yeah. The when when Castro hit the home run against the Orioles in that one game where he oh, tied the big it, comeback when Ellsbury yeah. hit the grand slam, yeah, that that's one of my favorite homers just because of how uh, how he went down and got it. Yeah, very uh, Reggie Reggie Jackson esque. Oh yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, well, our our third brother Kyle just texted our group chat and said this season is shot. <laughs> so <laughs> we're already well, I, panicked. I, I guess I'm taking the under on the Astros yesterday is looking really <laughs> good right now. Yeah, they will be stuck at two wins. Yep. All right. Well, God, I, I can't believe we're already back at this place. But who, hopefully, there's live baseball to talk about when we talk next week. <laughs> John Heyman, John Heyman just tweeted, Phillies visiting clubhouse is being fumigated in, quote, 50 different ways, unquote. <laughs> I want to know what those 50 different ways are. <laughs> Jesse Spector, congratulations to the American League East Coast champion Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, looks like the Phillies are quarantining the entire visiting clubhouse staff. Yeah. Some were tested yesterday. Oh, but the Yankees brought their own clubhouse staff to Philly last night, so might be too late for that. Yep. Oh, boy. All right, well, this was a really fun weekend to watch baseball all weekend. I hope I get to do it again this week. We'll see. Uh, yeah, just, yeah. Right. See, like tonight, I was like, okay, I could just sit down and watch a whole game, but now maybe not. We'll see. I know, especially with like working from home. Still, I was like, man, I'm gonna be able to just watch all the games all the time. It's gonna be great. So, do we'll, you? We'll see. All right. So you have the NBA coming back, MLB's back, NHL. Which one of those three do you think actually finishes, if any? Basketball. Basketball For sure. because of the bubble. They have the bubble. They have the fewest amount of people on the floor at, at, a, at well, and the smallest team sizes. It just seems like their best fit to to finish the season. That's fair. I yeah, like I like I like hockey's chances too. I, I hope hockey because I would I, you know, obviously I'd be much more invested in the NHL playoffs. Although I, I'm going to be super invested in the NBA playoffs too. But hockey, I, mean, I just enjoy watching more. Yeah, I mean Canada knows what it's doing. 
and of I course feel they like do. they don't want the Blue Jays playing there because they're going to be mingling yeah. with us idiots who yeah. can't contain this thing. And I feel like also in hockey, there's a lot of contact, but not a lot of skin to skin contact, right? Because you're pretty much clothed except for your your mouth. Everything yeah. else is covered. Obviously, the mouth is a big deal with with the virus, but you know, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right, Rangers open up on Friday, I believe. Yeah, at noon. Right? Or Saturday, or Saturday, or Saturday at noon. Saturday. At Saturday. Noon. Yeah. Got to cancel my plans. All right. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Welcome back, baseball. However, however short your stay may be, it was lovely to have you for a weekend. We'll see if we get you for another. But until then, thanks everyone for listening. Happy one hundredth. Let's let's go Yankees. Please don't go away. <laughs> thanks for listening. Bye, everybody.